0: it going, Yamatators, episode 295 of You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp. Um, got a couple things to talk about today, for this episode, obviously. Um, right up top, I want to talk about gaslighting, and how not okay it is. Um, I'm about to lay down while I record it because I'm tired but I'm also going to try and muffle the muffle the sound a little bit more than it is right now because it's 12.43 a.m. That was a fart. Don't worry about it. Okay. So I already put a towel under the door so so that hopefully the noise doesn't travel and... Wake up, Uncle Um So gaslighting. So you know how you can be told something over and over and over and over again, and then you get told something completely to the contrary, and you're like, oh, I thought you felt this way about that thing. You've been telling me this about that thing since day 1. And it started as a generosity, as a as a giving thing. And basically basically when I had started crashing here, which is what it truly is because uh, it's not every fucking day anymore, but it's pretty near every day where I'm asked, So, did you get, are you, you going to get the fuck out of here or what? <laughs> and I'm like, shit, I'm working on it. But this has to do with food. You know, sustenance, the thing that we all need to live. And day one through today has been don't don't let anything go to waste in the fridge. And I'm like, awesome, thank you, because yes, I have a EBT now, but I didn't then when I first started crashing here, and so it's like, it's, it's a uncle's way of saying, hey, make sure you're fed, make sure you eat, because we all got to eat, and so last night, I made myself a quesadilla from a, fresh new block of cheese that had been purchased, and then when I was about to go get a Big Gulp today, which I say today, but Thursday, um, he goes and pick up some cheese while you're out." And then I said, well, I ate that cheese because you told me not to let anything in the fridge go to waste, so... I ate some cheese. And then he was like, you have a card with money on it. And I'm like, you get income residual income every month from retirement which is fucking awesome and also more to the point of eating and what you've been telling me from day one I was just eating like you told me to not letting anything go to to waste so I go which is it? and then I opened the fridge door and I said tell me anything in here that you don't want me to touch, that you don't want me to eat. And he's like, don't do that. I can't do that. Or I can't do that right now or something. But more to the point, I was like, I I can't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to provide for you you were providing food for me and so I left and then I got a 7-eleven pizza which I can stretch to four or five days and so it's like either either it's don't let anything go to waste or here's some foods that I don't want you to touch because I want to eat them and you not to eat them it's one or the other it's not both and so I'm like alright I'm gonna get this pizza and walk it home very slowly because not only do I have trouble carrying a big gulp full of soda home but carrying a big gulp and this pizza it took multiple breaks, I'm sweating my ass off, and walking with my cane, because I have Lyme disease, remember? Yes, of course you remember. Unless this is your first episode, in which case, welcome. <laughs> 295. He started with 295? That's fine. Actually, it's cool. Maybe you'll hear this one and be like, maybe he's a little more chipper, and other episodes, and I am, and I have been, but, so I, I went and grabbed that pizza, and I walked it all the way back, and it was fucking delicious, because I was like, not only did I pay for this with the money on the card, which is government assistance, which, I'm not 100% convinced that. EBT isn't alone. I know that General Assistance, aka Welfare, is alone. But, who knows? Maybe EBT is alone and I'll be paying it off for the rest of my fucking life. So I get this pizza and I take it back. And he's locked himself in his room. I don't know that there's a lock on his bedroom door, but it's it was shut the rest of the day and the night, I'm like, okay, <laughs> you offered to feed me, and I was just taking you up on that offer, I'm going to try and get out of your hair as soon as possible, because this is a toxic situation, it's, it's been <sighs> rocky to say the least, but I'm in this room that has most of my stuff in it, and I'm waiting for something to happen, for someone to give me work, like reach out, and I can, I can write, I can make music, I can make art, I can... I can produce podcasts, I can do bilingual translation and interpretation, I can do interpreter work. What the... Cool. My friend just... uh, Reached out on Twitter saying he'd like to see my stand-up special, which is a file that's ready to go and ready to watch. Um, So the fucking bullshit of being told this fridge is your oyster and then being like, Actually, I'm going to need part, a well, big part of that oyster for you to not touch, so I'm going to try and just provide for myself, meaning get that pizza, get that cold food from 7-Eleven or wherever I end up going and that will be my food, and he can have his food, which I'm totally fine with because I'm not gonna uh, buy the meals that he's been making which is like basically one meal that stretches like a week or two and I, I mean can only eat the same thing so many days in a row without going crazy and it's no longer a beggars can't be choosers thing because now I have the money from the EBT so I'm like well I'm able to buy my own food now so this is gonna be a little different listeners who know me previous to this episode previous to a bunch of these episodes know that I grew up Mormon in the Church of Jesus Christ and Latter-day Saints and holy fucking shit what a cesspool of judgment and hate <laughs> <sighs> A lot of, uh, I was, I had taken a screenshot on Wheat Maps, and there's one dispensary in the entire state of Utah, and they, they just legalized medical there, so I was spouting off on Instagram, like, how dumb it is that there's one dispensary, but... That any state that still doesn't have legal weed at all all, was beat by Utah. (laughs) You know, one of the most fucking conservative states in the entire United States. And someone of my extended, extended, extended family decides to open up a discussion because they felt personally attacked because I called Utah slow, which Utah was slow and still has been slow to the weed game. I'm just calling it exactly as it is. I'm like, listen, there's a million dispensaries in California, there's a million dispensaries in Las Vegas alone, and if you open up the search to the entire United States, it's littered with all these dispensaries and all these ways to get cannabis, medical or recreational, even though it has medicinal effects. I don't know why once it becomes recreational, people just go, yeah, but it's recreational. It's like, yeah, but you're ignorant to the fact that it has medicinal effects if you think it's just a recreation. If you think that it doesn't have any medicinal effects, even though it's been passed as recreational, then you're ignorant and that's fine and you can learn. Or you can refuse to hear it, which is what the LDS Church does. Because it's still a rule in their dumb, 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 dumb dumbass doctrine. people like only do CBD because they're like because it doesn't have any THC because then I'm not getting high and you're like grow the fuck up (laughs) use your head use your brain use your intuition and don't let an organization um, run by men dictate the way you live your entire life Because all churches at the end of the day are, um, I was going to say Ponzi schemes, but I'm not 100% sure on the definition of Ponzi scheme right now, but they are scams in that they want your money and then they're going to tell you how to live your life. And if you don't give them money every time that you get paid, then you're unfaithful. And you can't benefit from all of the blessings of the church. Now, that's not to say that there's not good people in the church, because there are. My family still goes, like all of them. My extended family still goes, all of them. They are deep, deep, deep in the church. And, like, I found out from living with uncle that my great-great-great-grandpa was a polygamist, was married to seven different women, and had families with... had kids with six of those seven, I believe. Maybe all seven. But... I'm a descendant of polygamy, and that's fucking weird, because it's like deep-rooted in the church as a thing that the church was like, yo, we're doing this because um, these women don't have anyone to take care of them, and that may have been true at the time, but women don't need a man to take care of them. Fuck that idealism. Fuck any male dominated religion or organization. Fuck that shit. Patriarchy is bullshit, and it's something that's been ruining the country since its inception. So, um, damn, where do I go from here? I had a couple other things I wanted to talk about. 18 minutes. (laughs) These really go way better when I have someone to interview. I'm in the Bay Area. I think there's a couple comedians I could reach out to to be like, hey, you followed me on Twitter. Let's meet up and chat. We both have podcasts. Let's uh let's fucking spread some funny. Let's spread some spread some love around this comedy community and the entertainment business, which is just shrinking, shrinking, shrinking by the day. And it's shrinking because Companies are getting absorbed by bigger companies and then Soon, and all of a sudden, it's going to be. Well, my guess was two companies, Disney and Apple, which Apple is a telecommunications company, and they have some shows coming out that are only going to be on Apple TV, which I probably won't see because I don't own any Apple products, and I have an. Uh, uh, iTunes, Apple podcast, Apple, whatever the fuck account because of this podcast. But even if Apple were to go to go away altogether one day, I'd still be able to put my podcast out on my website, on the web, on the HTML page that I coded myself. Cause I figured that shit out right before I posted podcast for the first time and I was like this is gonna be free forever there's never gonna be a paywall there may be ads at some point if any companies out there decide to support my podcast but as of now I've made zero dollars off of my podcast and that's fine because it's it's been available for free and It will always be available for free. Oh, here's another thing I wanted to talk about. This is completely off of the Mormon train and off of the weed train. But it's on the comedy train of Steve Odekirk. So, if you don't know who Steve Odekirk is, it's probably because he's been working in the... uh, in the background of the entertainment industry for most of your life and he's got this movie called High Strung. Now High Strung, I saw it on VHS back in 1998, very soon, or very near um, the time when I was about to be moved away from my friends and the, the school I was going to go to and California to Florence, Kentucky. And high strung. It, I think some of it, I mean, I know some of it must have come from Steve Odekirk's stand-up because he was a stand-up comic. He's, he still must be a stand-up comic because once you're a stand-up, you're always a stand-up. You're just performing more or less at any given point, and there is a moment when, um, this is just a side to stand-up, but there's a moment when you're doing stand-up, and you're doing mics, and you're doing shows, when you just kind of feel like, okay, I've got this thing figured out, and I'm going to... Try this bit, and if it works, fine. If it doesn't, fine. But I'm gonna work on it and work on my act and work on my um, bits and try and improve always. And but there is a moment where you're like, all right, I'm I know how to do this, like, I can make a room of people laugh, I've done it before. All I have to do is connect the dots, and hopefully it works. So, this movie, I think, is based a lot on Steve Vodekirk's stand-up, High Strung. The reason why I bring this up is because... Oh, real quick. Um, have you ever seen the movie Patch Adams? Yeah, he worked on the screenplay for Patch Adams you ever seen, um, the movie Bruce Almighty and Evan Almighty? He worked on the screenplay for those. Um, Kung Pao, Enter the Fist. He actually, his face was superimposed over the main character in that movie that was being, um, the, the movie itself, I mean, I guess the movie itself was being parodied, but. They yeah they just made a completely different story out of this movie that already existed and it's so funny and he he had a big hand in Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius and Ace Ventura Two Pet Detective and or fucking Ace Ventura Two When Nature Calls but anyway I found um his contact email on his website and I wrote him this basically uh, uh, a letter to be like, hey, um, I love High Strung. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Here's the story that I just told you about the, seeing it right before moving away and I found it again and One year after we'd rented it a million times from this video store, my mom goes into the video store and she's like, Hey, um, we've rented this a lot of times and, uh, is there a way I could just buy it from the store to give to my son? And this is one of the best gifts my mom has ever gotten me. Cause it was, it came as a complete surprise. I I was like, wait. Wait, you can't just buy a video from a video store. Those who are too young to remember video stores, look it up. The cost for a video store to buy a movie is anywhere from like $130 to like probably a really big blockbuster. Movie would be like four or five hundred dollars for the store to buy to then make money the money back off of rentals and then they start making a profit off of the movie. So this movie had been rented from by us maybe maybe like 10 times and so you figure like I don't know three bucks, four bucks. Uh, per rental, it's like three day rental or whatever. I don't know, maybe we'd spent like 30 bucks on it. The guy at the video store goes, I mean, yeah, okay, how much do you think is fair? My mom's like, um, how about $15? So we picked up this movie from a rental store, which I didn't even know what you could fucking do. All because my mom was like, my son really loves this movie. And she's seen it a bunch of times. And my sisters have seen it a bunch of times. And my dad's seen it a bunch of times. But I've seen it more than them. And that's not a badge of honor. That's just like a, I really fucking loved this movie. So I sent him this email to be like, hey, Steve Odekirk, would you do my podcast? I would love to have you on. I would love to talk about High Strung and this crazy entertainment business and just whatever else. Life in general. And who knows if that email will ever reach him. Who knows if he'll read it. Who knows if he'll get back to me. But he... Steve Odekirk is probably my dream guest for the podcast. Damn. It's a pretty good, uh, admission there. Um, let's see what else. Popeye's chicken sandwich thing, that's been going off. That's been really crazy. Um, I still haven't had it, because there's not a Popeye's within walking distance of here. Or... It's walking distance, but it would it'd be like five to five to five to eight miles away. I don't know exactly. I haven't checked the mileage, but I know it's far enough for me to be like, Holy fucking shit, can I get a ride? But I can't get a ride because a rideshare is expensive as fuck. I don't have any money. I have a little bit from GoFundMe.com slash HealsDougIn, H-E-A-L-S-D-O-U-G-I-N-N, but I'm going to save whatever I've been able to raise from that to pay for my phone bill next month because I was barely able to get enough to pay for my phone bill. This coming bill, which hasn't processed yet, because I called my insurance and I was like, hey, I haven't used my car in this long. It's been in the shop. Can I get some kind of pro rate for uh, not having used my car? And I is there any way and they were like, do-do-do. Oh yeah, it shows here that you haven't used your car since this day. And They refunded me for the last month that I paid for it because I hadn't even used it in that fucking month. So that money is going towards my phone bill this month, and then the money that I've raised from my GoFundMe is going to pay for my phone bill next month. And an anonymous friend from Twitter was was ready and rearing to just hand over $3,000 to pay for an RV which was a $100 rideshare ride away which I then was going to bring back down here to the, to the bay area I was going to have enough money to get my car out of Hawk, the car tent, which is in a garage a couple tons towns away. Get all my stuff out of there. Um, Get the car um, junked for, for parts or whatever, get however much it would, that would give me, which isn't a lot. When When I called this company, they were like, yeah, We can do that for $43. I'm like, $43 for my entire fucking car? (sighs) And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll get back to you. Then I was going to be able to take all my stuff that's in this room and me... put Put everything in the RV and then go back down to L.A. and live in L.A. again. But the thing that happened, which... Was completely unforeseen was the guy who was about to give me this money messages me and he goes I'm so sorry but my grandpa just died and I don't think I'm gonna be able to help you and I'm like oh shit and I was like that is totally fine I'm so sorry To hear about your grandpa and my condolences. And like, the whole way that I was about to get this money donated from this random friend off off the internet, I was like, and it's totally cool if you can't. I completely understand. And he's like, let's try and get you on your way. And I'm like, oh my fuck, this guy is about to just bet on me. This random person that they found on Twitter. (sighs) But they couldn't. So that's the status update of um, Heels Dug In. GoFundMe.com slash Heels (sighs) Dug In. is that I was about to be back in L.A. And I was about to be all up in everyone's face, like, hey, I'm back. Just put me on a show. I got this and this, whatever. But that's on hold again. And I'm trying to find work again. Please hire me. Please, please, please fucking hire me. A couple days ago, um, my uncle had ordered a new oven-slash-stove combo and a new fridge from Home Depot. And, uh... Oh, and the day before everything arrived, he was like, yeah, we gotta clean the floor below it so that, you know, so that the floor's clean for when they put it in. And I'm like, cool, I can help with that. And then I go and I'm scrubbing the floor and cleaning, uh, cleaning crumbs and shit. And scrubbing the floor for like five minutes was painful. Holding my phone up while I'm recording this is painful. Bringing a big gulp back from Seven Eleven is painful. Walking is painful. Sitting for too long in a certain position is painful. Because I have Lyme disease. And because I'm just fucking in pain all the time. And I don't have any extra money for cannabis to assist in my medical situation because... Any extra quote-unquote extra money I get is going towards bills. And then my EBT is going towards me eating. So that's kind of the update for this week. Um, I started writing a horror movie, which I know can be a franchise. It's, I can, I'm thinking like four more movies ahead and I I started writing the script last night, and it's it's going to be dope. I'm really excited. Um, I thought of another horror movie franchise, Um, and I haven't started writing that one yet, but I've got the premise all in my head, and I've got this dramatic fucked up show that I want to write um and I've got like music that I'm gonna write for it and that show I've already planned skeletally anyway like seven seven to eight seasons and that show could go on like um like AMC or HBO um or maybe FX but that show is going to be so fucking cool and so i've got a lot of ideas of things i want to make and i've already got eight scripts that are original three that are specs And I put the spec scripts, links to them, to read them up on my Twitter recently. I was like, Preacher, Being Human, and The Grinder. I've got those three specs written. Here you go, Internet. Read them if you want. And nobody wants. But you could. You could read them, listeners, if you have watched... Either of those three shows and the being human I'm talking about is the one that was on sci-fi the American version Um, I haven't seen the um, BBC version, but here it's great. I met um, the, the girl who plays the ghost in the BBC version and I only knew who she was because of that show from A to Z which had Kristen Milioti in it and that dude from Superstore and the boss. Oh, man, the boss in that show, such a fucking great actor. She she's like terse and she's funny and damn, I don't know her name right now, but I will look it up later. <laughs> If you haven't seen from A to Z, give it a give it a give it a gander. It's pretty funny. It's about um, this dude who works at um at a dating app and part of their the story is they don't want people to stop using the dating app because then they won't make any money if people are having successful relationships. Oh, man. (sighs) That's good. It only had one season. I don't think it was a full season either. And if that show were to have been successful, I wonder if they would have done 26 episodes per season to go from A to Z. Get it? Okay. I'm glad I recorded this episode. I mean, I'm glad I record every episode because I've never missed a week and it's all for free. I'm almost to episode 300. Imagine if Steve Odukirk was the guest for episode 300. Imagine if Bill Murray was the guest for episode 300. I put out a tweet that was like, Bill Murray, find me and please do my podcast for episode 300. It's coming up. In less than six weeks. No one will believe me. And <laughs> I thought that was a pre- Oh, and then I was like, P.S. My, my uncle made an office for your company, Reefer Magnets. And that's true. My uncle made an office for Bill Murray's magnet company called Reefer Magnets. And this was in the 80s and um that's pretty fucking that's pretty fucking dope so bill murray steve odekirk reach out please find me i'm kind of hard to get a hold of by design if you find me and we do a podcast episode of this podcast Holy fucking shit. That would be so awesome. Um, Popeyes. Man, I love Popeyes. Um, Oh, the trailer for Joker came out, which... I mean, as a movie, it looks cool, but the story of how Joker gets started is like, oh man, why did he have to be a stand up that wasn't successful? Come on, we could have done better than that. I loved, I loved Tim Burton's version of the Joker. Like, Jack Nicholson, come on so good so evil and so like flippant with with the way he would make people laugh themselves to death fuck that movie is scary hmm? oh someone else liked my tweet about my stand-up special um so joker the new movie i mean (laughs) it could be good i i already like laid out how i think it's gonna go how that story's gonna go it's gonna be like they're gonna make us feel empathy for him because a it's joaquin phoenix and joaquin phoenix is a great actor and so it's gonna be like oh man he's so cool man yeah, why don't people think he's funny? Oh, man. And then he's going to do some shitty things. And then they're going to push empathy again. And then he's going to do some really shitty things. And then they're going to try and push empathy. And then people aren't going to feel as much empathy. And then he's going to be like, that's where he's going to turn and be like, Well, fine, I'm going to fucking... And damn. Uh... I'm not going to say anything about the quality of the movie until I actually see it, which I think I might, not in theaters because A, I'm broke and B, it's something that I can wait for to hit streaming and two, because I don't believe in having an opinion on a movie until you've actually seen the movie. like you you can you can suppose all you want and you can try and form an opinion of what it might be like which is what I did when I tweeted out what I how I think the movie's going to go but until you've seen the thing in its entirety you can't have an opinion on it that's like that's like going oh mona lisa huh yeah i've heard people talk about that it seems whatever. You're like, what? Well, so you haven't seen it? You don't know what it looks like? No, but it's, a, it's someone posing for a painting. How interesting could it? It's like, shut up. All critics, shut up. <laughs> but, again, critics have probably seen the thing that they're talking about. And you're allowed to have an opinion on it. It doesn't mean your opinion is fact. Um, It doesn't mean your feeling about whatever the thing is is fact. Because art is subjective. It's different person to person. And it's 100% subjective. Just like flavor. When people argue what's the best tasting whatever, it's like, what is this weird game you're playing? Where you're like, I know everything about flavors. And All these people know the same thing that I do, so we must be right. It's like, no, everyone's taste buds are different. Everyone's life experience with food is different. You can't, there's no categorically correct or incorrect food or movie or show. And like, there's some movies that are notably bad and notably whatever, uh, good, but until you've seen it yourself, like I said, you can't form an opinion on it, because, come on, what is, what, 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 what the fuck, what the fuck, that's it, that's how I end it, alright, what the fuckers, (laughs) alright, yabitators, damn, I, I went longer than I thought I might this time, that's good, um, so... keep writing that horror movie that I started writing last night I'm going to start writing that show that I was talking about the 7, 8 season show <sighs> Ooh, 8? yeah I think 8 seasons maybe like 10 to 12 episodes each shit, it's going to be so cool I'm fucked up I'm good. You don't even know. You don't even know. but Maybe you do. But you probably don't. But you will. Or you won't. Because again, if you don't watch it, you'll have no opinion on it. Or no valid opinion on it. Um, I think that's it for this episode. This has been You and Man Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp. And we'll think of a title later. Later.